so privileged to have you join me today. Today's video is going to be about how to not raise entitled children. Hmm. Let's think on that for a minute. Selah. How to not raise entitled children. Amen. So let's get started. Number one is start disciplining at an early age. Mm, yes. Um, and it's different for di different children. It depends on your child, but it needs to be early. You can start saying no early. And you can also start disciplining for defiance early. You're not abusing them. I'm not talking about abusing them or beating them or anything like that. Disciplining and beating are two different things. Disciplining is not necessarily hitting. Disciplining is more about teaching um, them about the consequences of not doing the things that they should do or doing things that they should not do. So disciplining could just be no, not allowing them to do things that they want to do, especially things that are going to be harmful. But those things like that are easier for us as parents to say no to um, when it comes to certain things where it's not necessarily going to harm them, but you just don't want them to do it for whatever reason it is. No. Let them learn the word no early. It's okay. And don't be moved by tantrums or tears. That is how you not raise entitled children. By not being moved by their reactions, especially when you know that what you're saying is right and when you know that what you're saying is for their good. Okay? So, number two, don't give them everything that they want. Hmm. That may seem as if it's similar to the saying no, but this one is a little different. Um, this one is more so not spoiling them. It's not about no or yes or, or right or wrong. It's just about teaching them that not everything is easily obtained. Um, it's about teaching them that just because someone else has something doesn't mean that you have to have it. It's about teaching them that just because something is popular doesn't mean that you have to have it. Just because you saw a commercial about something doesn't mean that you're entitled to have it. That is more so what this second point is, is referring to. Letting them know and showing them by sticking to your word and uh, by sh and showing them by example. I mean, that's the biggest thing because if you're a parent who has to have everything and who has to have the latest gadgets and and um, who is pulled in by you know things being advertised or things being new and shiny, then you're probably going to have a child that's that way. And so um, the teaching them this may require that it starts with you and not having to have everything, you know, and that's about teaching them to the value of people and the value of, 
the, the, their insides and not that they can find value and have to find value in things outside of themselves or in objects, right? Okay, so next is number three, teaching them mantras for them to repeat. So a mantra is um, typically a, an inspirational saying or an inspirational meditation that helps to guide you, your life or your spirit in a particular direction. You know, we can start this early with kids and we can start giving them these mantras as it relates to disciplining them early. Let me give you an example. I used to do this for my kids because, you know, when you're, uh, when they're younger, you kind of do everything for them, of course, because they're young and there are a lot of things that they can't do. But as they get older, as parents, we have to let go and allow them to do things on their own and to learn how to do them. And they'll make mistakes. They won't do it like we would do it, of course, because they're kids. Um, but we have to allow that to happen because that's how they learn. And a part of that learning process and, and, and me letting go and teaching them how to be more self-sufficient had to do with me teaching them these mantras when they would fall back into their old patterns or what, what used to happen. happen. For example, I would do more cleaning up behind them and do more things for them as far as, you know, making up their bed and picking up after them and cleaning up the bathroom after them. But as they got older, they needed to learn how to do those things themselves. And so I had to start letting go and um, allowing them to do it for themselves and then being okay with the fact that they were not going to do it the way I did it, that the quality would be lacking, but they were learning from the process. And so whenever they would fall back into old behaviors of wanting me to do it or not doing it and expecting me to do it, I would ask them to repeat after me this mantra. And I would say, okay, kids, I didn't get mad at them because I understood that that's what they were used to and that we were working on a new process. And so I would say, all right, repeat after me. Mommy is not. And they were so cute. They'd be like, mommy is not. And I would say, my maid. And they'd be like, my maid. I said, okay, put it together. Mommy is not my maid. And they were so cute. They'd be like, mommy is not my maid. And then I would explain it to them. Do you know what that means? And most of the time, they're like, no. And I said, okay, well, they knew at a certain point. Um, but when I was teaching them this, so this is what that means. That means that you are fully capable of picking this up yourself, of making your own bed, of cleaning this particular thing up, of, of rinsing off your dishes, of uh, um, picking up paper off the floor, whatever it is. I would tell them you are perfectly capable, capable of doing that. Mommy is not your maid. I need you to repeat that after me. And they would say, mommy is not your maid. It's not my maid, excuse me. And so every now and then when they would forget and fall back into those old habits, I'd be like, remember what I said about mommy? What did mommy tell you? And they'd be like, mommy, mommy is not my maid. And they would be so happy about it, but they knew it. And immediately after they repeated that, 
they would go do what it was they were supposed to do. So number three is developing mantras like that for them to learn and to repeat as they transition uh, into more independence. All right, number four is using effective punishments for when they um, don't do what they're supposed to do or when they um, do things that they're not supposed to do. And what I mean by effective punishments is you have to look at your child. It's different for, for different children. Um, for, for one child, it might be um, taking their phone. For another child, it may be um, making them, um, uh, not allowing them to watch TV or to watch as much TV. For another one, it might be reducing their computer time or whatever. Um, for teenagers, it tends to be taking their phone because these teenagers are, well, not even teenagers, not just teenagers, adults are too, um, glued to their phones. But it's effective if you use those types of punishments. One that used to work for me with my kids is making them go to bed early. It doesn't matter if they had just gotten up. It could be 11 a.m. that morning on a Saturday and maybe they had just gotten up at like 10 or whatever. And let's say if it was like 12 or one o'clock and they were arguing and um, not doing the right thing, I would literally say, I'm not going to get upset. I would go to them and tell them, you have five minutes to figure it out. Otherwise, everybody go to bed. And they would be like, go to bed. But mom, it's only 12 o'clock or it's only one o'clock. And I would be just as serious. I don't care. Go back to bed. Either work it out or go to bed. It worked for my kids. I don't know if it'll work for yours, but it worked for my kids. And lastly is number five, don't try to be their friend. Be the parent. I don't even feel like I need to say anything else about that one. I think that's pretty obvious. We're not their friends. We can be friendly and we can be kind and patient and all that stuff. That stuff is love. That has nothing to do with friendship. As long as we love them, we can still be the parent. They need a parent, not any more friends. All right, that'll do it for this video. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your presence at every video. I appreciate you um, lending me your time, lending me your ear, and I hope this helped. Please don't forget, subscribe below if you haven't already done it, or turn on notifications so that you can receive updates on my next videos. Thanks for watching.